This is the Sneaky Plays Podcast, presented by JokerMag.com, the home of the underdog. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this podcast. Welcome back to the Sneaky Plays Podcast, featuring myself and Dom Fierro. Sorry, we've uh, gone a little hiatus last week. I was busy. It was, you know, birthday week. Had, uh, had all the love and stuff from the family, you know usual um went to the Sixers game on Thursday great game too obviously things haven't gone very well since then we'll get into that later uh but we are back Dom how we doing we're doing all right uh you know technical difficulties two weeks ago so you guys yeah, are our, our mock drafts <laughs> but none of our either of our mock drafts were really right we have a few picks in there but yeah no I was I think you were a little bit better than me I was pretty I was pretty awful yeah you were pretty bad <laughs> but we're back now. Hopefully, we figure this one out. You know, and hopefully, you will be hearing this tomorrow. Yes, and it's time to give you the goods on the NBA playoffs. So, oh, which series you want to start with first? You know, let's. Can we just get the ugly out of the way here first? Want to start six? I just, I just let's just get it out of the way. Let's be done with it. I don't want to talk about it anywhere out there. What so, is, what's your opinion on Sixers and the Raptors series? Because I have some strong opinions on the series too. But yes, no, I bet you do. Um, I'll be, I'll, I'll try not to go too long here. Um, so look, you know, after Game One, my thoughts, you know, they kind of got steamrolled. I'm just like, all right, you know what? They're just not as good as this team. Like Kawhi's a freak; they can't stop them. They're, you know, they're not deep enough. It's just, it's not going to happen. They'll probably lose in five games, and you know, I'll be. I'll make my peace with it. Brett Brown might get fired. They just got to they just got to upgrade the bench, and you know we'll see what happens from there. And then the worst thing happened. You know they suck you back in. They go on the road. They win. You know kind of an ugly but hard fought game two where they really defended. You know they looked like they could match up with these guys. They pull it out. And then game three. You know I went to the game last Thursday with my buddy. We had great seats. You know the place. I, I hadn't felt an atmosphere like that inside a Sixers game and probably ever. I mean. I don't go to a ton of games, but I go to usually, you know, like three, four a year. I've been to some playoff games over the years, um, and that was top notch. I mean, there was – I mean, even I watched the highlights after, and I heard Mark Jackson say a couple times, this is, you know, as incredible of an environment as we've seen in these playoffs. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was raucous. The, the, you know, Embiid and the rest of the guys fed off it. Embiid played his – arguably his best game as a pro. Uh, I mean, Butler was fantastic. Everybody in the starting five was fantastic. And we whipped them off the court. And you're thinking, holy shit. I mean, we're up on these guys 2-1. I mean, Toronto looked like deer in the headlights at that point. Like, outside of Kawhi, really nobody on their team I feared at all. Um, Siakam, yeah, you know, he's, he's good. But I didn't really fear him either. And the rest of the guys, I mean, Green and Lowry and Nabaka and Gasol, I mean, they hadn't showed up at all. I'm thinking, you know, we're going to beat these guys. We're going to go out and win game four. And, you know, we might lose game five. But regardless, we got home court. We'll close them out in six. And then, I mean – since then, I mean, I can't even – the Joel, sick, not sick, hurt, not – I mean, I am so tired of it, as is everybody in the city. And we love Joe. I mean, he's the face of the process. He's the face of the franchise. Um, he's my favorite athlete currently in Philadelphia, um, even over anybody on the Eagles, as much as I love the birds. My favorite individual athlete right now in the city is Joel Embiid. Um because you know how much you know how much he embraces the spotlight, how much he loves the city, and how great he is. Um, but I mean, we're getting to a point here where, I mean, how much longer can we do this? I mean, I get the injuries, even though it's frustrating. Like I get the knee tendonitis. 
you know, it's going to be a game time decision. His knee's really sore. It's frustrating, but I get it. But now with the, you know, I'm sick, gastroenteritis, you know, upper respiratory. Like, what the hell is going on here, man? Why is he fucking sick all the time? You know, and he comes out in game four, looks like a complete zombie. And, you know, the whole crowd and the rest of the team feeds off his energy. So if he's not showing any positive energy, they're going to come out flat, too. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, Tobias Harris missed open three after open three. Ben Simmons, I mean, don't even get me started on him because he's not. I mean, Joel has a minor excuse for being sick, even though it's annoying. It's not really a good excuse. Ben Simmons is just timid and not sure he's built for the playoffs. And I don't know what's going to happen with him, but. He, like, physically isn't capable of it. And Bede's capable, which is almost more frustrating, which is why I'm starting with him. Um, it's just, you know, whether he's healthy or not, which is a – I mean, it's an up-in-the-air question every time. Um, and so that happens in game four. And, you know, it looked like Butler was really the only one that gave a shit out there. Um, and, you know, they had the game. Like, even though they didn't play well, Joel didn't play well. They were missing shots left and right. They still had a lead in the fourth quarter. And they and, – and it kind of just – you could feel it sort of midway through that fourth quarter – the momentum swung. They couldn't score at all. Kawhi hit one big dagger three, and that was it. Um, and then last night, I really thought they were going to play better. I thought, you know, Embiid, Simmons were going to bounce back. They were, you know, pretty bad in game four. And then I see Embiid walk into the stadium. I'm watching the TNT pregame. And they show Joel, and I'm like, oh, my. He literally looks like he's on his deathbed. Like, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to go well. And sure enough, the game was literally over at the start of the second quarter. Forget it. It was done. Um, so I'd like to sit here and say I'm optimistic about game six and maybe winning this series still, but I mean, I don't know how I can be. It's a, it's a bummer because, you know, I was accepting the feed after game one. They wrote me back in. I thought we were winning this series. We could go to the finals and now could be staring at another second round exit for the second straight year. Yeah. I think you definitely are staring at a second round exit for a second. Yep. <laughs> uh, I can't disagree with you, man. To me, the series has been boring. Uh, for a series I thought was going to be really exciting. Both teams really haven't shown up. Uh, the shooting's been atrocious. The shooting on, has been bad. Yeah. For, for both teams, not even just oh. for both teams, it's been atrocious. Uh, you know, yesterday was probably the best shooting day for the Raptors, and game two was probably the best shooting day for the Sixers. Yeah. Right? Would right. You agree? Game, game three, the one that, yeah. Was it game three or game two? Game three was the one that we, yeah, that they went off at home that I was at. But yeah, outside of that, the Sixers had one good shooting game, the Raptors had one, and I hear you. That was pretty much it. Yeah, and to me, it's been atrocious. I think both teams are going to get spanked by the Bucks next round. Uh, Kawhi's been unbelievable. Clearly, oh, a player in the playoffs. Uh, he is amazing. Yeah, I mean, he's doing it himself pretty much. Like, yeah, you know, he's getting a little help, but. He's doing it himself. He's locking down Simmons. He's playing great defense, shooting the ball well. Uh, his shot is almost unstoppable, the way he shoots it. it's He just gets to his spot. Like it will. Yeah. I don't know how you yeah. stop it. And then, for me, uh, Joel Embiid playing a little bit of hero ball yesterday, trying to play sick. I'm never a fan of it. If you're sick, yeah. don't play. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. I don't want to hear it. If you're sick and you play, then you deserve all the criticism you can get for it. You know, that's just how I am. I don't know about you. No, I agree. If you're out there, you're going to get criticized. If you're not, yeah. I think you're sick, but you're out there. So yeah, you know, if you're if you're if you're well usually. enough to play, then you deserve to get all the criticism. Exactly. That's criticism. that's basically what Shaq was saying on the on the post game. Yeah, and then you know the series to me, it's going to be over tomorrow. I don't think there's any way to go seven. 
it almost looks like the Sixers kind of gave up yesterday. Oh, they did. 100%. Uh, I mean, and not even – they just – it was almost like the Nets. When they, the Nets played the Sixers and they gave up that last – Right, week. right. It, that's what it felt like yesterday. It, it did, like, 100%. We're going to lose anyways, so let's just go out and do whatever the hell we want. And how do you do that in a 2-2 series? Like, yeah, you know, you don't have a home court anymore. You're fighting an uphill battle, but still 2-2. You know, you somehow win that game. You're going back home to with a chance to close it out. Like, that's what blew my mind the most. Like, yeah, you know, we might lose, but holy hell. I mean, to just not show up, like, game was over in the second quarter. It was like, a bad. I, I watched with some of my friends, and we're like, we look forward to this all day. And, like, you know, within less than an hour, it's just over. Forget it. Like, we, I turned it off. I didn't even – I barely even watched the second half. I it, knew was, it was over. It was absolutely embarrassing. It was awful. It was a joke. You know, I got, yeah, ugh, I mean, disgusting. And with that, I mean, if they would have lost and, you know, not even a close one, say they lose, like, where they're kind of hanging around, they show some fight, and they end up losing by, like, 10 to 15 or something, you know, I'm thinking, all right, you know, they lost, but they can, you know, maybe they show decent effort, they can come back, maybe win a game six, force a game seven. I don't know how you come back from losing by 40 points. I mean, that was... I just don't see it either. I mean, I'd like to, obviously I'm hoping, obviously I'm, you know, I'm hoping for a win tomorrow, but if you're asking me my honest opinion, I think, I think the Raptors are going to win it. Yeah. I think it's over. I think the Raptors put them away tomorrow. Could be, I think that maybe the Sixers throw out a fighting chance, but yeah, I don't think they end up winning it. Yeah. I mean, you can't play any worse. So, I mean, I don't think they'll get blown out again, especially at home. Um, I think they'll come out with a different energy, but I don't know, man. Pretty, pretty disappointing, I gotta say. And you know, I feel I've been a critic of Brett Brown, um, but I, you know, I can't blame this on him. I mean, he's not the one out there playing. He's not the one out there giving no effort or playing scared like Ben Simmons. Um, I mean, he's not. Like, I mean, yeah, he's not the perfect coach. They could probably get somebody better, I guess. Although I don't. I mean, don't don't even think about Ty Lue and that Lakers mess that's going on out there. So <laughs> let's not bring that up. Yeah, we're not um, tonight. <laughs> um no but i like brad like i'm not gonna sit here you know usually after every sixers lost during the year you hear oh fire brad you know he's not he's never gonna win anything brett sucks blah 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 like can't do that the, and people weren't doing that today really you know i think they realized like this is on simmons and Embiid. it's on those two guys it's on the two franchise cornerstones that you know are supposed to be the stars of this team um there's only so much brett can do so i mean he might end up being the fall guy for this but it's probably not fair yeah, I mean, those two guys are your leaders. They play through them. You know, if they can't get it done, then you're not going to win. That's yep, 100%. Yeah. I agree. So, we talked about that series. So, let's go to the Celtics-Bucks. I kind of already told you that I think the Bucks. I mean, the game's currently going on right now. Yeah, I'm enjoying what hopefully is Kyrie Irving's last game in a Celtic uniform. Yeah, and hopefully he's wearing blue and orange. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, um, come next October, you know. That'd uh-huh. Yeah. He's also Brooklyn is the odds-on favorite according to Vegas to get. Yes, kind of grew up a Nets fan and wants to be like Jason Kidd. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. I don't, is he really going there? Like, they might get somebody. I don't think. No, I'll go to the Knicks. Yeah, I don't think he wants to go to the Nets. But, anyways, what are your thoughts on this series? As it's probably going to be ending tonight. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Yeah, you know, I'm a little surprised, honestly. I mean, I, I shouldn't be because this is the Boston team we've seen all year. Kind of just. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, you know, yeah, they figured it out. Hayward looks great. Everybody's incorporated. And then, you know, the next game, it's, uh, you know, it's a bunch of hero ball. Everybody for themselves. No one's getting into a rhythm. 
And I thought, like, I don't know, they played better at the end of the season. And, I mean, the Pacers suck. So, without all the depot, they're terrible. So, you can't really judge that as a real test when they swept them. Um, but another thing, kind of how the Sixers, I mean, they, they roped you in. They went into Milwaukee. They, they smacked them in game one. I'm thinking, oh, boy, we got a long series here. Like, yeah, Milwaukee might come back and win, but it's going to go at least six or seven now. You know? I mean, I don't think anybody – Paul Pierce said the series was over after that. Yeah, game. what a fool. <laughs> he is a fool, and no one should ever take Paul Pierce's words seriously. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, to say that it's literally just going to flip on its head and the Bucks are going to win four in a row right after that, I mean, I didn't see that coming. Um, yeah, you knew the Bucks were probably going to win game two to even it up, but for Boston not to win a game at home, to lose both there, I mean, that's kind of an embarrassment. Yeah, the Bucks are really good. You know, they played really well. Giannis was great. Um, Middleton, as I'm saying that, just drains a three. You know, they got all those three-point shooters. They played well. But, I mean, you're Boston, and you're supposed to have one of the best home court advantages in basketball. I mean, last year they won they, – they were un, unbeatable at home. Um, I mean, nobody nobody could go in there and win. Um, I know the Sixers didn't in that series. They got smacked every game. Um, and for them to lose both games at home is just kind of a, t- a telltale sign. Like, this team just – they don't have it. Um I think the likelihood – I thought Kyrie was probably going to end up going back, even though all that next talk and all the other talk um, was going on throughout the year. But, you know, you lose five games in round two, I think the chances are less than 50-50 that, that he ends up going back there. Well, no, there's no shot he's back there. I had yeah. work on conclusion. I think – I don't want to say he's quit, but he's definitely – it looks like he has no interest in being – Yeah, it's like just like kind of a dead energy yeah. out there. He's kind of just playing to play, you know. Yeah, it's not like he wants to win for this team. Uh, uh-huh. You know, that's just how I feel about it. Just kind of watching it and his demeanor and the way he's going about his press conferences and what and whatnot. He's kind of calling out his team. And, you know, he doesn't. Yeah. Do, you know, that's not the type of guy he is. You know, he's not going to lead. He needs guys around him. You know, he he perfect mm-hmm. for the Knicks next year if they get KD and whoever they get in the draft. You know, because that's the type yeah. He is. He's almost like the best role player I would say in the league, right? Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah, he's like I mean, he's definitely not a number one. Not he's a not a he's not a leader. He's like your top no. role player, right? Yeah. That's yeah. just how it is. That's unfortunate. You know, he's a great player, but in reality, you know, it's tell it how it is, that's what it is. Yeah. So to me, I think the Bucks, like I you know, we said this a few weeks ago, probably a few months ago actually now. I think the Bucks are going to the championship. I don't think there's any way anybody can stop them. Especially if the Raptors play like they've been playing, shooting poorly, can't you know. You're matching Kawhi with uh, Giannis, so there's it's a no- fun matchup for sure. Oh yeah, it would be a fun matchup, but I don't think he's Giannis to me can get no one can stop him. He's just a freak, you know. Yeah, and I don't think anybody's going to stand a chance against this team if Middleton shoots like he's been shooting, if uh, George Hill's been playing the way. He's oh my god, the reincarnation of George Hill. Yeah, I mean, he's playing <laughs> out of his mind. My finals lay onto another finals team now. Yeah. <laughs> after last year. Yeah. But, he can miss but, a free uh, throw in the clutch again, but he won't have JR there to take the uh, ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's not talk about that series. Uh, but to me, it's huge that the way these guys have been playing, you know, those are role players. And that's why I don't think anybody stands a chance against them. And you can put your money on the Bucks going to the NBA championship. Yeah. Well, if it's, if it's Bucks Raptors, like, you know, I think we assume it's going to be. I'll definitely be pulling for the Bucks, you know, after after losing to the Raptors too, assuming we will. Um, I don't want to see these guys in the fun. Plus, I also, you know, 
I want, you know, as a Sixers fan in the East, I'd like to see Kawhi leave. Um, and if we can't beat him, then I'm hoping, you know, they could beat him. So he's got more of a chance to leave if he doesn't get to the finals. Um, but I would agree. I mean, I think the Bucks are the favorite to get to the finals. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they got stomped in game one. And, I mean, give credit to them, man. I mean, assuming oh, they yeah. go in and they, they take care of business tonight. I mean, ripping off four in a row after losing that game, um, extremely impressive. And going into Boston and winning not one, I mean, it's hard enough to win one game in there. I mean, it's a crazy atmosphere. Um, and it seemed like the same game both times. It was kind of evenly matched. And then somewhere like midway, late in the third quarter or so, the, the momentum just turned and the Bucks started, you know, knocking down shots, getting stops and extending that lead out to like 10, 12 and just not looking back. Um, I mean, yeah, and Brogdon's back now tonight too. I mean, he's, yeah, he's not a hundred percent. It's going to take him a little bit to get back in the swing of things. Um, but just another guy that, you know, can get to the basket, can make plays, can shoot. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he was a perfect fit for them all year. And George Hill, as we said, has filled in great, but, I mean, he'll certainly be a big help too, Brogdon. Uh, I think they're too deep, the Bucks. Yeah, they're. I think they're. I mean, for the Celtics, they beat them in Game One. I think the Bucks took that as a slap in the face when everybody, yeah, them like, oh, maybe this is a series that we should watch or this or that, and they've just completely taken over the series. Yeah, uh, granted, the Celtics haven't been playing well. You know, they're playing just good enough to kind of keep. You know, keep pace with the Bucks, but right somewhere they they're missing a closeout guy. They need a closeout guy. There's no one like that. Uh, and I feel like they need somebody. I mean, Jason Tatum had a great year last year. Has been having the greatest year this year. Uh, yeah, I was I was just gonna bring him up too. Like, what do you think? I mean, he's he's like good, he's he's but, good still, obviously. But like, I mean, I think I was saying to my friend earlier, my favorite part about this Celtics season going up in flames. Not even Kyrie, you know, probably leaving is I mean Tatum last year, people were, you know, thinking he was the next KD. That's what they're ready to call him. And I mean not a step back, but not definitely not a forward ascension like people were, were hoping for from him. This is the kind of player I think he's gonna be. I think he overachieved last year. Agreed, totally. I think he's a big reason they get to the Eastern Conference Finals. But to me, he's just taking a step back, but in reality it's just how he's gonna be. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe it's different next year. Once I mean, he really took over in the playoffs last year. Him and Rozier, Kyrie was hurt, so you don't really know what that team's going to be like next year. If it's just a Kyrie thing or what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean, that's you know, it's the whole AD trade that factors into it too. Like, I mean, if if they don't have a commitment from Kyrie, you know, when it's trying to trade for AD, like, do you still do it? Because then you can trade for AD, but then. You know, you're probably going to have to include Tatum in that, and then he's gone, and then Kyrie's gone too, maybe then. So now you're stuck with, you know, I, I shouldn't say stuck with AD. He's a great player, but, you know, what have you really accomplished there? You get AD, you lose Kyrie and Tatum. So, I don't know. The whole thing's intertwined, you know, whether Kyrie likes it or not. I know he doesn't really like talking about it, but um, it, their their futures are definitely connected. Um, and to be, yeah, I mean, just to go back on Tatum real quick, like, I still like him. I think he's going to be good. I mean, he is good. He's definitely a good player. Um, but him being like a go-to kind of like alpha dog scorer on a really good, you know, championship level team, I, 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 I'm starting to get doubts that that's that's never going to happen. You know, he's going to be good. You know, he's he's got a nice mid-range game, but I mean, he doesn't really like when I watch him. His ball handling doesn't look that great. Sometimes doesn't really know where to be. He takes some bad shots. He really isn't that great defensively. Like, and I don't want to knock him too much because I think he's good. 
and he's going to be good. He's probably going to make a couple all-star games, but is he really going to be a, an elite top 10 player in this league for a long time? It's still early. He could be, but I think the chances are definitely lower this year than they were a year ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, I agree with you. There's no, I think the Celtics team, like I said, it's going to be completely different next year. Um, Kyrie, I mean, I'm just watching this game. He just looks like he's going about the motions. Yeah, you know? a lot of hero ball, a lot of bad shots. It's just like before, like literally three minutes ago, I saw him take a turnaround fadeaway contested two-pointer. Oh, he loves that shot. That's, I know. Not, that's not a good shot in the playoffs. No, especially when you're 6'3". <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just a joke. Yeah. But let's go to the other conference. Uh, start with uh, – the, I'm sorry, Blazers, Nuggets. I'll start off this one. I really haven't watched much of the series because – Yeah, this is definitely the most uninteresting one of the four. Yeah, I mean, when it's on, I tune in. But because it's on so late, you know, I really don't have time to watch it. Um, yeah. Going to bed. But to me, I think the Nuggets going to end up winning the series uh, with 2-2, I believe, right now. 3-2. They just – they won last night. Yeah, uh, Nuggets are up 3-2. So, yeah, they probably will. Yeah, so I think the Nuggets will go on. Not surprising. Nuggets have played well really all season. So, you know, take it how it is. Blazers, great season. But it's going to be an exciting, uh, you know, Western Conference final with whoever comes out of that Rockets Warrior series. Wow. Yeah. Now, I'm kind of – I wish that uh... – you know, the way the standings worked out, it's kind of a bummer, like, to where we're seeing. Because, I mean, Rockets-Warriors, we'll get to that next. I mean, that's that's the best series of this round, no doubt. And it almost feels like that's, like, for the title, you know? Or at least in the West. Oh, yeah. I those mean, those are the two best teams. And, you know, the way the standings worked out, like, a bunch of, you know, fluky, crazy things had to happen on the last couple of nights for, like, the Rockets lost on a buzzer beater. And then, you know, the, 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 the uh, Nuggets had, like, a crazy comeback at the end. So, you know, the seeding worked out to where, like, I, you know, we're not getting the two best teams in the conference finals because I think everyone would agree it's the Rockets and the Warriors. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this series, like, I, you know, I hopped on the Damian Lillard bandwagon after that first round. I mean, he was incredible against Westbrook and the Thunder. Um, and that, I mean, obviously that's going to be one of the all-time game winners in a playoff series um, for what he did. It's pretty incredible that the guys had two – walk-off series winners in his career. I mean, that list has got to be pretty short, the guys that have done that. I mean, yet alone, like, just a playoff game walk-off. I mean, to have two series enders in your career, it's pretty impressive. That's got to be – it's got to be on some list. But. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to go back – I'd love to find out, or I'm sure someone's got a, got a list out there. Um, I mean, I know Jordan did it a couple times. Um, not sure LeBron – LeBron's hit buzzer beaters, obviously, but not series enders. Yeah, um, I think he – the one against the Magic was like the biggest one I remember. Yeah, and then uh, he hit a, he had a couple last year too, but those weren't the like one against the Pacers last year. Yeah, but they didn't win the series. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, but, but I mean, but Lillard's kind of been halted a little bit in this round. I mean, the, I, I guess just what Denver's doing defensively on him. Um, well, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I haven't. This is definitely the series I've watched the least of. I've watched, you know, watched a decent amount, but not a ton. Um, I did stay up because that was a Friday night. I did stay up for that four overtime game till two o'clock in the morning. Um, I had nothing better to do. So I figured, yeah, what the hell, why not? This is a good game, and it just keeps ending. So I figured I want to watch. Um, that was exciting. I mean, that was the, the games have been pretty good in this series. It hasn't been like they've been blowouts either way, really, um, with the exception of last night. Denver won by, like, 20-something. Um, 
But, yeah, I mean, just kind of watching it, seems like Denver kind of just, you know, I think the Blazers missed Nurkic now. They didn't so much before, but I think, you know, Canner's kind of getting a little bit more exposed, especially because he's playing, like, with one arm out there, too. Um, give him credit for trying to gut through it, but he's clearly messed up in the shoulder. Um, and, I mean, Jokic has been just kind of eating them alive. Jamal Murray, too. Um, yeah, I think that – I mean, I kind of wanted to see Portland win this just because – I mean, I don't think Denver really stands a chance against Houston or Golden State. Um, nice story, you know, for them. If they make it to the conference finals, that's great and all. You know, young team, first taste of the playoffs, they make a run. Um, I kind of wanted to see Lillard go up against those guys just because, you know, Portland wouldn't win either, but I think, you know, you could get like one or two Lillard games where he just goes for 40-something and carries them to a win. Um, I guess it's not over yet, but. With the way this is going, Denver's got home court now. I'd be, I'd be pretty simple. Same thing as kind of the Sixers Raptors. Like it's three two. Yeah, technically the other team could still come back and win, but it just seems like the, uh, like the higher seed, you know, has the advantage right now. I think Denver will probably move on. Yeah. So let's go to the next series, Rockets Warriors. Uh, to me, most entertaining series. No doubt. No doubt. They're going to come out of it. You no, think Steph- so? Yeah, I still think so. I don't think there's any chance that uh that anything changes with how the Warriors can dominate the league. Uh I think that the Rockets good fight. I think this goes seven. Yeah. But I don't think that the Warriors will lose. I think they're going all the way. I would probably have to agree. Warriors at seven. I think it might be one of those series where just the home team wins every game. Even though the games are close. I mean, yeah, the games have been great. Like every game's kind of come down to the end of this series. Um, that game three uh, over the weekend, I think Saturday night it was, I mean, that was maybe the best game of the playoffs. Um, I mean, the back and forth, just kind of, you know, what was on the line there. The Rockets lose that. They go down 3-0. I mean, then it's over. I mean, they might win game four, but that series isn't going any further than five games after that. Um, so that was do or die. They come out with it. Game four felt like they really controlled it the whole time and then still kind of tried to give it away at the end. Harden was the stuff that grows. Um, and KD and Steph both had really, really good looks to tie the game. As good a looks as you can for those guys. Uh, they both missed. Rockets got the rebound. They ended up closing it out. Um, I do think the Rockets have a chance, though, man. I mean, I feel no, like – I don't think so. I just think – I think they do. I, I think don't. I think they're – I mean, they're definitely deeper. Like, the Warriors outside of five guys, you know, obviously the four All-Stars and then Iggy. I mean, the rest of their team is kind of trash. I mean, yeah, it doesn't – doesn't really matter if you got guys that great, but they can't, you know, and they can't play. And Sean Livingston is like a corpse out there. They don't even play Bogut. Um, I mean, come on, Looney, he blows. Like, I mean, they can't turn to anybody. Whereas the Rockets, like, they bring off. I mean, Austin Rivers has played pretty well for them. Um, and then Gordon, I mean, has been great. Like, I mean, ugh, I don't want to say. I mean, Amon Shumpert's a total adventure out there, and he looks lost and high half the time. But he's actually made some shots in this series somehow. Um, and I think that, like, I don't know. I mean, Steph and Clay haven't really been themselves. Like, this series is really, I mean, Durant, him and Kawhi, I think, you know, and Giannis too, but more so him and Kawhi have been the two most impressive guys to me in these playoffs. Um, and as great as KD is, I mean, he was already regarded as a top 15, top 20 player all time before this. Um, and I mean, it seems like he's even gone up a level, which is hard to do for a guy that just went back-to-back finals MVPs, but he has just been – I mean, I think every shot that's going up is going in, no matter if it's a 30-footer, you know, while he's double-teamed. He just feels like he's that locked in at this point where everything he puts up there is going in. 
Um, and they're definitely relying on him much more heavily than at any point in the last couple of years. Like, it felt like it was more like a co-star act with him and Curry the last few years. This year, it's definitely Durant's team. Um, it's definitely, you know, Durant one, Curry two. And Curry and Clay have not been – yeah, they could get hot at any time. They're two of the best shooters of all time. Steph, the best shooter of all time probably. Um, but they've been far from themselves. And Houston's really – I think it's – I mean, they're making them work on defense, which is, I think, the most thing. I mean, you watch it. Curry gets put in a pick and roll and gets switched on to Harden or Paul literally every single time. And he has foul trouble and he's working his ass off. And I think it takes a toll on him offensively. Like, it's hard to then come down and run around screens and hit 30-footers then, even if you're Steph Curry. So that's why I give Houston a chance because I think their game plan has been really good. I think they've, they've found a way to slow those guys down. And Durant might end up just going for 40 every game and carrying to a win. But I do give Houston a chance. Yeah, I, I think – like I said, I think it goes seven. I just don't think the Warriors come out of this with a loss. Uh, just too much. It's just too loaded. And this time of the – I mean, they play in this situation, it seems like, every year. Yeah. At some point, you know, whether it's the championship or it's the Eastern Con- – or Western Conference Finals, I'm sorry. It's going to it's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, I think they're well primed for it. You know, Steph, like, you know, he hasn't been having a great series, but I think he'll come out of it at some point, you know, whether yeah. it's tonight or it's next game, whatever. But I just don't think there's any way the Rockets come out of the series going to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if they're going to win the Rockets, they, I think tonight's the game they got to get. Oh, um, they have to. They have to win tonight. Yeah. Because a game seven, you're going to beat the Warriors then, you know, two times in a row after losing tonight. I don't, I don't see a game seven on the road, just, you know, one game for all the marbles. Um, I don't think they win that. So if they're going to win a game in Oracle, which they have to do, I think it's got to be tonight. Yeah, it has to be. Otherwise, I think it, they, if they lose tonight, the series is over. It's going. Yeah, but I kind of agree. We'll see. But so going off uh, of what we talked about two weeks ago with our NFL mock draft, right? Just quickly, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. this. Is really all, you know, that's gone on in the NFL since the draft. Yeah. Now, so let's talk about quickly. Who do you think had the best draft? Who do you think had the worst draft? I don't care about going into draft picks. You know, yeah. But <laughs> our just, picks weren't good, like we said. Just in general, uh, you know, the Packers I thought had a good first round, good overall draft. They did get a tight end, uh, which they had talked about getting the Iowa guy, but who knows. They were there for Drew Locke, I was reading, if the Broncos did not take him. And he felt wow, really? Drew Locke was going to be a Packer. Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't know they, that. They saw their franchise quarterback, I believe, in him. Uh, That's interesting. And how old's Rodgers? Let's see, like 34, 35? 35, I believe. 35? He's, he's, he's signed until he's 40. So I Yeah, think I, wouldn't, I wouldn't draft a quarterback. That's probably a good Well, thing. next year, I think, have to. I think that's think? two years. Yeah. At some point, I think it's gotta you gotta draft one and let him sit behind Rodgers. Unless these guys, think, these guys play forever now, though. I mean, what's the? Uh, I mean, Rod, why can't Rodgers end up being Brady or Breeze? He's not playing after because he gets hurt too he much. Gets hurt. That, I hear you. Yeah, he's he's you know, a lot more than those guys are definitely. He's broke his collarbone twice. The he's got the yeah. the leg or the knee, whatever. the knee thing last year, right? He's got concussions. He's mm-hmm. he's done. You know. Yeah, he, no, I hear you. He owns the Bucks. He's part owner of the Bucks, so yeah. <laughs> you know, he can go enjoy doing that instead of yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> but anyways, I think the Packers had a good draft. You know, get Savage at the safety. Uh, he's a stud, by the way. At Mar- out, you know, can't out Mar- Yeah, I liked him. 
Rashawn Gary. I'm surprised he fell to the Packers, but I'm glad that they grabbed him. Uh, I didn't think he was going to fall past the Lions, but to me, I think it's a good pickup. I mean, Granny's probably going to have to have labor surgery at some point, but, you know, it's going to be a good pick. It's a good pick. I think it's going to pay off well. And then just quickly, the Giants, I think they did get better, even though the Daniel Jones pick. Daniel Jones. <laughs> but oh, I can only laugh at that. But I think it. I think they did uh, well in the draft. I mean, they think he's your franchise quarterback. Then good for them. Two yeah. studs in the defense. I forgot what the one pick was, but Dexter Lawrence is an absolute animal on defense. Dexter Lawrence was a good pick, no doubt. He's he's a beast. Yeah. So I think they did well, the Giants, even though they're getting a lot of flack for it. But and the other team I thought that did well was the Redskins. I think getting Dwayne Haskins was a good pickup. So. But those are the three teams I feel like. I think the Packers had a really good draft, you know, even though I'm a Packers fan. I think they yeah. did really well. But what, did you, what do you think? I did like the, uh, the Rashawn Gary pick. I, yeah, I like the Savage pick, too. I mean, you can clearly see, you know, what the emphasis is being put on with them. I mean, defense, 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 defense. Because their defense since they won the Super Bowl has been god-awful. Uh, you can point at, you know, different reasons. You know, some Rodgers injuries. Um, some tough breaks in playoff games. They've lost, you know, countless heartbreaking playoff games over the years. Um, but the one staple has been, you know, a crap defense, basically. No pass rush. They give up a ton of passing yards. Um, and it feels like, you know, when you get into those playoff games, eventually it just catch, it catches up to them uh, like it did in that one game against Atlanta a couple years ago where that game was literally just over, you know, five minutes in, it seemed like. Um, and I like what they're doing. I mean, they, they had all those signings. Um, defensively in the in the offseason. Uh, Darius Smith, uh, Amos, um, who's the other? They got one other big-name guy, didn't they? Um, oh, uh, Preston Smith, the linebacker. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a lot of good moves there. And, yeah, I mean, the Rashawn Gary pick's a really good pick. I, I had him going, I think, it's somewhere in, like, the top eight. I didn't think he was going to fall to 12. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a big-time player right there. Uh, to get him at 12 is definitely a steal. Um, and now you pair him with Sedarius Smith, you know, kind of that hybrid linebacker role. Um, I mean, that's a lot of talent. It's a lot of speed now on defense. Uh, I still think they could probably bulk up on their D-line a little bit more. But, you know, they get a lot of young guys in the secondary now. Um, they're pretty deep at linebacker now, too. You can clearly see where they're trying to build the team. Um, and, yeah, I thought it was a good draft. Uh, with the Giants, like you said, uh, Daniel Jones – I mean, you know, knock yourself out, Gettleman. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the, the odds that of Daniel Jones becoming, you know, a, a, a I don't even want to say elite, you know, just a, a significantly better than average, a very good quarterback in this league are, are very slim. Um, so, yeah, I guess finally, you know, they had to get an Eli successor at some point. Not sure they chose the right guy. Um, but, you know, as an Eagles fan in the NFC East, I'm perfectly happy to beat up on Daniel Jones for as long as possible. I shouldn't be too unfair to the guy. He's never played a game. You see how he is. But, you know, from the, the looks of it, from the first look, I, I, I don't really see it. I didn't really see it before the draft. Um, and you like the Dwayne Haskins pick? I mean, because I – I do. I think – I'm not a big – I don't know. I mean, like, at the spot they got him, I guess, because he was supposed to go a little higher. Um, you know, he's from that area too. So, you know, they probably, you know, they know him a little bit better. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't, I think he's another guy that I just never was really all that impressed with. Um, but I mean, again, you know, you're the, you're the Redskins. You've been cycling through quarterbacks for years. At some point you got to try to get somebody. So 
I mean, Case Keenum, yeah, he'll probably be the, you know, holdover guy for a year. He'll start the season. Um, you know, I can already feel like I can tell you how the Redskins season is going to go. They'll play decent for the first, you know, month, month and a half. Things will start to turn midseason. They'll be, you know, four and seven or whatever. And uh, then you'll get Dwayne Haskins for the last, you know, month to six weeks of the season. Um, and, yeah, we'll see how he does. I mean, you know, you can't totally call anybody a bust until they've played. Um, and I get what the Skins are doing, trying to get a quarterback after not having one for so many so many years. I just don't – I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of either one of those guys, Jones or, or Haskins. Yeah, I I think Dwayne Haskins is the better pick. But I think, you know, if, if obviously the Giants think that Daniel Jones is their guy, then, you know, kudos to them, you know? Yeah, we'll see. Um, quick, I I, uh, I like the Eagles picks too. I'll say that right now. Andre Dillard, uh, guy I thought was probably going to go in the top fifteen, ended up falling twenty-two. Uh, Miles Sanders is the one guy I'm a little unsure of, maybe. Although I liked him, you know, he only really had one year of production at Penn State. Um, I think they could have got some other running backs too, but another kind of you know local kid um, that definitely has a lot of potential, and they needed you know they needed a young running back so. Hopefully that works out. And I really like the uh, the receiver they got from Stanford. Um, I didn't really know a whole lot about him, but, you know, from everything I've read, it seems, you know, the, all the reports seem good from watching his highlights. I mean, I know, you know, you can only learn so much from highlights, um, but they've, uh, I mean, he looks pretty damn good. The uh, the, the jump ball ability and, and, and all that, um, definitely impressive. So, you know, I mean, they're extremely deep at receiver now. Um, you know, with Deshaun and Alshon and, and Aguilar. So, I like to pick. Yeah, you know, the one guy, the one receiver, I think is going to take Aguilar's place eventually. I believe that's what all that's been talked about. Is that Yeah, I mean, people will shut up about Aguilar getting traded. Like, God, I mean, I think he's going to be on the team this year. It might not be next year, but this year he's going to be on the team. Yeah, but anyways, do you have any other closing thoughts? No, nah, I think I'm good. I think that's it. Well, that was a great podcast. We'll hopefully see you again next week. Hopefully you get this one coming out. But I'll, uh, you know, we'll have a good weekend. You know, I don't even know what to say. You know? Yeah. So have a good one, everybody. You know, enjoy the NBA playoffs. And the Sixers, we're on our deathbed, but let's try to keep it alive for, you know, hopefully a couple more days. Yeah. So everyone have a good one. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Sneaky Place podcast presented by Jogermag.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please smash that subscribe button and follow us on Twitter at PlaySneaky.